Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, hello and welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and I'm sitting here with one of my favorite human beings in the whole world, John Joseph. Hello. Hi. I love you. You're one of my favorite people ever. Oh my gosh. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, just obsessed yeah. with you. Same. I know. Like, file this under guest that I wanted because I love your pop culture topics and also just want an excuse to hang out. No, I wish like I, it's it's horrible that you don't live near me. Like I, it breaks my heart. I literally have a friend, or, you know, Justin. About yes. once a week, Justin just goes, "You know what really is sad? What that Emily doesn't live near us." <laughs> oh my god, that's a real honor because Justin is a little bit sardonic and doesn't really self proclaimed does not love a lot of people or things. Which he's I, a Virgo. Yeah, but like the most, like he leans in to the Virgo. Yeah side of things yeah yes and owns it he, he is like ceo of virgos he loves it and those are the people that i love to win over <laughs> <laughs> and you won you won you did it's amazing i win um well spiritually i'm in la and i don't know i need to just go there for like a month or something you just need to be by coastal i just need to like upgrade the apartment so that you can just like stay with me and then you can just like live half your life out here we need to upgrade our lives for many reasons, but one of them is so I can be a bi-coastal lady. Yes. <laughs> okay. We, we're we manifesting this for 2024. Oh my gosh. No, we are totally having a great 2024 on Thursday, Eagle Woman from Beverly Hills, like Eagle Woman. Yeah. 
blessed my 2024. And she said that it is a very lucky year because it, four times two is eight and eight is the infinity sign. And it's just a really lucky year. So we're all going to have great years. And she literally blessed it. And for those who like, don't know who like Eagle woman is, she was the woman that like did like the, the circle with the women on the first Healing episode. Ceremony. Yeah. Ugh, and and for it. those of you who also don't know, she, you probably got in touch with her because you're now Kyle Richards, best friend. Yeah, I didn't want to like hard launch this, but you know, um, me and Kyle are best. I'm I am obsessed with Kyle Richards. She is my like favorite housewife of all time. Like I am like her and Garcelle are just two of my favorites ever. But Kyle's been my day one, and it was wild. I went to I got to watch the show with her and get all of her commentary about the season, and it was wild. Were you at her house? No. So Meta through Threads through this like event uh, for like pop culture people like um, and so they invited us to this hotel and we got like robes and we had a butler and then like Kyle comes and Kyle sits down and I thought she'd be like reserved but she did not hold back. She was popping off about like about Sutton and their dynamic and like it was it was insane. She didn't like go below the belt. She just was like saying like I don't understand why you know, Sutton would do this to me, like, when we're such good friends, like, she was coming from a place of, like, hurting for her friend, you know, and I, and I respected that. Oh, my God. Okay, the fact that Meta invited you, like, this is truly the first good thing Mark Zuckerberg has has contributed to society. (laughs) 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 He's only caused destruction, but this is, like, I'll give him this, Zucky. Yeah, you know, I lived every gay man's dream last night. Uh, you know, on Thursday, being able to do that, I just, you know, had to <laughs> do it for the girls' gays and days. Uh, yeah, hanging out with everyone's favorite gay housewife, or maybe TBD, but we don't know. I mean, I love the Morgan Wallen of it all. <laughs> you know, I, I love it. She's like, Kyle, he can come tattoo me on anything we're doing right now. Would... <laughs> <laughs> was she? Th- was she there? No, I wish. Are you serious? I would have lost my, I like, I went to a gay charity event a week before that and Kyle was there and I was like, this is a great way to like bring Morgan into your world. (laughs) You're you're with the gays. Kyle, where's your girl? Because I want to (laughs) like, read the room. Yeah. What's the vibe? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, even if they're not together, I'm here for it, but. Even even if they're not fucking, I still support yeah. whatever friendship. I as well support it. I haven't seen her this alive in a while. And I don't know, seeing her giggly is so fun. Seeing her like giggling kind of nervous a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I To be honest with you, I really think it just like, not that this really matters to what we have to talk about today, but I just feel like she was going through such loss with her best friend. And I think Morgan was just so different to everything she was used to. So I do think that there's sometimes like a crush can develop, even if you're not even like, you know, I like, I don't know. I feel like crushes can happen. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, Morgan is a way better, way better choice of someone to have a a little crush on post loss. I, I agree. I mean, as probably previously mentioned on this podcast, I fell for a clown who dumped me and like a literal actual clown, a real clown. (laughs) Doesn't that doesn't that make you angry when you're like I should have dumped you for being a clown and I like I got dumped by a guy that thought he was an alien. No. And, and I was like, "What do you mean an alien?" And he was like, "No, like I'm not from here." And I thought he was being funny, like, you know, "Oh yeah, cuz like like Jeffrey Star says that he's an alien." Like, you know, like 
So yeah, yeah. just like being like, like he's not like us. I love this. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. He's like, show no. me you're weird. And then like legit, like thought he was an alien. And we recently reconnected during a retrograde. And he was, <laughs> sure. I love he how was... you specify. I love how you had to specify. Look, we can't be held accountable for what we do during <laughs> no. retrogrades. Okay. No, I'm feral during a retrograde. I'm I'm the one that reaches out to the exes usually, but he reached out to me, and I was just like, oh my god, he really like he's like, no, I have to go back to the mothership, and I was like, is this mother god 2.0? I can't. You almost got mother godded. I'm susceptible to colds. I really am. <laughs> well, that's why. Yeah, I mean, at this point, lately, like half of our episodes here have been about cults, and it's because of all of the near misses I've had joining cults myself, and the the things that I've gone way too far into and and lost myself in. So now, like, it's it's like my constant reminder to stay away from. I agree. All that work. I agree. Yeah, be your um, own hero. Yeah, be my own hero. Don't date clowns or aliens, or do whatever. Maybe there are some that are fine. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're in a circus and you like meet another clown, like don't say no to that just because we told you not to. Yeah. Or if you're like in space right now and you only can talk to you know an ET. And, yeah, and the risk about dating in Quebec in French Canada is there's a much higher rate of potentially dating a clown. <laughs> It's the home of Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> That's what they don't tell you about dating there. That's why Celine did the Cirque show. Do you remember oh. that? Like, Kathy Griffin talks about it, and, like, the, the French-Canadian clowns, like, hovering over her while she's singing oh. about will go on. No, there is actually, it's so real. Like, the circus vibe are, are very real here. And uh. the first summer that I moved back, actually, I think it was something like the, the lotto industry was like we're gonna take all of the money from everyone gambling and put it towards a free circus festival that went on for like two weeks right in front of my apartment <laughs> it's just no just wonder happy. you dated a clown i know but still i like to think no excuses but um no you have the pandemic, excuse <laughs> you know it's like you know it was yeah it was it was a time um, we've all dated questionable people, including the lovely women who we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be getting into Girls Next Door, and I know you are a wealth of knowledge about this show. What's like, okay, first, what's your relationship to the show, and who's your favorite? Okay, so my, like, I, this show is like my comfort show. I, I recently rewatched it this year. And I was like, I just, I can't, I love, I, I literally went on my 18th birthday to go see Holly and Peep show and meet her backstage. Like I did like the full meet and greet experience. Um, but Bridget's my girl. Like I, I, I aspired to be Bridget. Like mm -hmm. I still do. I still do. Bridget hikes, used to hike running Canyon every day. I do too. Like I just, whatever Bridget says, I do. Yeah. You know, what's funny is when I first watched the show, like back in the day, Yeah. my favorite was Kendra. But I'm also a recovering pick me girl, so I think that's maybe con that's what was contributing to that. Mm. And now it's Bridget, because I feel like it's just so fun. But Bridget, Kendra's just like she's, I don't know, she's she's too cool. Like in the mansion, she's like with her snowboard and everything. I'm just I'm not like that. I think I just and want it to be fun and chill like that. But I'm in fact not chill <laughs> ever. 
100%, 100%. I feel that. I just, I would be Bridget because I would always be down like in the kitchen asking for like, like the chef to make me something super exciting. Like I love that she was always like, no, we have room service. Like, like I just, like Bridget just knew where it was at. She was, she was a, she was a trailblazer. <laughs> she was, she was a trailblazer. And okay. Were you saying before that you, you wanted to be the girl or you, what oh, was your? Oh my God. Okay. So I literally, so I'm in therapy now. And so I have like, luckily I'm now realizing it's important to grow with someone, but I was just like, I had a lot of trauma as a kid and I would see these women on TV. I loved Anna Nicole Smith. She was my everything. I did book reports about her. We both, um, like, we both love Anna Nicole Smith. And yeah. I, we've talked about like dressing up as Anna Nicole Smith and it genuinely makes me want to go to LA no, 100. This needs to yeah. happen at some point. I'm thinking, oh, I will tell you, I'm having something for my 30th, and I'm thinking we should do like an Anna Nicole Smith night. Um, so, so down. <laughs> but I loved her. I loved her. And then, like, I saw these women on TV, like, living at the mansion, and I was like, wait a second. And so I was just convinced that, like, and I was a, I was a pudgy little kid, but I was convinced that I was going to shred the baby fat. And then Hugh Hefner was going to see me and, like, become bisexual and then also, like, make me the first male playmate. Well, there was a <laughs> lot of, there was a lot of male on male action that we've now learned about that was happening at the mansion. Yeah, my intuition was right. Yeah, your intuition was right. And, you know, even if you've been to therapy, you can still reach for the stars and want to fall for some nice older gentleman. <laughs> but yeah but like he's not nice they're not no 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 men i feel like are nice but like especially older men of that generation scare me (laughs) i know i know my toxic trait is thinking the one guy that i am on his side is is it j edgar hoover who is anna nicole smith's husband oh um it's um j howard marshall j howard of course, I knew you would. I knew you would know this case. J. Howard Marshall. He seemed really nice. No, he, seemed- he did, and he just wanted to do good for her and Daniel. And like, it just like what a good man. If I could go back and be in any time in history, it would be the strip club that Anna Nicole Smith was working at, so that I could have also had a shot with J. Howard Marshall. You, like you, you get adopted by Anna Nicole Smith, and then you get in on the whole the whole thing. Can you imagine? Yeah, Anna Anna Nicole Smith, you know, she came from such tragic beginnings, but it it ended so tragically. But you, you started in in that place. And now but now you're like, it's like this full on rags rich is like at Kyle Richards, not her mansion, but some lavish. Yeah, like Kyle Richards, like kicking with Kyle Richards and getting served by a butler. Like what? (laughs) what? Wild, wild. No, but yeah. I think that's, like, why so many people, like, resonate with especially the girls next door is, like, they all came mm-hmm. from humble beginnings, and then they were, like, overnight living in, like, the mansion, thriving, it seemed like, you know, even though, obviously, Holly had a completely different experience, but. Yeah. Well, you know what's something? I actually think about this all the time. So, I think it was last year, um, I had Bridget Casey on the podcast. She's, like, a financial expert, and she was talking about her theory about why we're drawn to these sorts of things and, and a lot of this celebrity culture in general. And she was referencing the study that they did in the early 1900s when you could just you could just do anything in a study to people. So they basically starved these these men and for a month they fed them just enough basically to keep them alive. And then they 
documented their thoughts and all they thought about all day was food. And her thought was then with the money aspect of it, that that's like part of why we're so drawn to these like Kardashians and like the housewives and everything. We're like on the outside and just like thinking, even if on the surface is not that we necessarily need to be living in a mansion, but like we're, we're, we live in a society. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend's mom who had to stop watching these shows because she was like, at first was watching it for enjoyment, but then it, strictly just became like a comparison thing and like she was she to this day won't watch it and she was like the biggest fan of all of these reality shows um yeah i i have that with herbalists um i had to unfollow all the herbalists i follow because they're they're beautiful gardens and greenhouses like it did it does unhealthy things to me like i see them i'm like i am nothing i don't have a beautiful greenhouse like i just it wasn't it wasn't inspiring. It was just not positive. So anyway, that couldn't handle that, but I can handle this. Um, okay, let's <laughs> let's get into it. So we're covering season three, episode one, Snow Place Like Home. And we have a little tradition here that I think you're going to love where, so this episode came out on March 4th, 2007. So to situate us in time, we go back to the top five billboard hits of that week. Okay. And so there's some highs and lows this week. So we've got um, number one, what goes around comes around, Justin Timberlake. So team Brittany, I guess we're starting it off on a low, Um, but it was, yeah, we loved it. I loved it. Such a bop. It was such a bop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Except wasn't that the one where he was airing out Britney Spears in the music video? Like he had the, was that the one where he had the Britney Spears? Oh no, that was Crimea River. No, that was Crimea River. I remember holding my razor up to the TV to get this song as a ringtone. Oh, to record it? For a second, I think that Shazam, I was like, wait a minute, Razor <laughs> Razor and Shazam were not in the same world. Um, okay. So then we have Don't Matter by Akon, The Sweet Escape by Akon, and Say It Right by Nelly it. Furtado. Oh. Yes, Say It Right was such a bop. I know. Ugh. Also, did Akon do something horrible that I'm forgetting about? Because I would like music more yes. music. Yes, yeah, he did yeah. something bad. What did yeah. he, do you remember what he I did? I don't remember exactly, but I feel like it was bad because I think, th- like, Jeffree Star was signed to him, and then, like, Jeffree, like, ended up, like, having his music stuff, like, turned upside down because of what happened to him. Right, yeah, he, like, tanked his own, his own music career. Yeah. But yeah. the Akon years were pretty great. They were a vibe. They were a vibe. And the Gwen Stefani and Akon of it all, just, I can't. I, Iconics. 2007 was such an underrated year for pop culture. Oh, absolutely. No, I know. Every time we go back and do the Billboard hits when we do an older show, it's really just for me to get a little little hit of serotonin. <laughs> just a little drop. I, serotonin boosted. <laughs> Feel alive again. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So... We start off this episode and we have Holly saying that holidays are great because it brings people closer and they're on a bus where they're driving around and it's a yearly tradition where they go to look at the lights. Are you okay? Are you a Christmassy person? Are you? I love Christmas and I actually drive through Homeby Hills to like go look at Christmas lights, probably because of the show, but it's like, it's just so magical. Like I like Christmas lights are magical. (laughs) What about you? Are you like? Super into Christmas? 
I'm a little bit of a Grinch. I'm a TB. I I'm love like, that. I, I know. I'm like a Halloween kind of kind of girly. Yeah. I think for me, I think it's my um my contrarian nature that when it's a holiday where it's like cheer, I'm like, no, I'm not going to be cheerful, but just because you told me to. It's <laughs> so annoying. I, I love I'm it. I love it. I'm getting into it now, though. I'm uh, I'm getting some embroidery gifts. I'm making embroidered gifts yeah. for some people this year, so oh, that's cute. getting me in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's like something There's like sweets, like hol- like Christmas sweets are always amazing. Like that's true. You just you can find little joy throughout your day. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And I just wrapped up the holidays. I actually hosted um, Hanukkah for the first time and <sighs> made made the lockers myself. So big responsibility. Oh my but my 95 year old grandma like cried because she said she was so proud of me. It was so sweet. I'm like going to take that as a success. That's so amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. But then, oh. she t- then she wanted to go for a walk after and I was like, okay, great. But it was freezing and went for a full hour walk. I was like, I'm cold. Like, how are you? Yeah. She's a a powerhouse. A baddie. We love that. An icon. A legend. We we do love that. We love, yeah. We love um, a tenacious, uh, tenacious granny. Uh, Okay. So there, the gals are talking about their New Year's resolution. Bridget says she wants to be kinder. Kendra says she wants to be cleaner and classier. Um, Hef says more of the same. His... which ew oh it made my skin crawl like when he said that i was like oh but at the same time it's real like he's like i'm not trying to work on myself in any capacity no no, no. not for do a second you, do you have any new year's resolutions um i i haven't really fully you thought do. of it actually i mean but i do have new year's resolutions i feel like yeah, I set out to read more this year. Um, okay. That did not happen. <laughs> so, so, so we're going to put it to the next year now? We're pushing it to the next year, yep. Okay, yep. I'm here for uh, that. I also said I would exercise. I've kind of, ju- I've just started in the month of December, so there's a little delayed start there. Yeah, but you know what? That'll like the never. You know what my New Year's resolution is to date with intention? Oh, what do you what do you mean by that? So like I feel like the last couple of years has been my figuring things out dating wise for me, like going out even when I wasn't interested in the guy, maybe I'd go out and stuff. And then I'd like feel bad because I probably knew before the date that it wouldn't be something I was interested in, but I just I've had no dating experience. So I like wanted to go out there and like live my life. So I feel like this year I like know what I want, I know what I'm looking for, and so I want to date with intention to actually like find someone substantial. Okay. Love, love that. <laughs> I love, no, I, I really, no, I really love that. I used to go into dating with so much bitterness and being like, I know it's not going to work out. And, and then it, that's how I've been. Yeah. 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 2024 is the rom-com year. mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought clown guy was my rom-com guy because because I was like, finally waking up. At least you didn't just recently reconnect with a toy maker. A toy maker. <laughs> At least he's in the background. Like he's not on stage. <laughs> I'm like, there's probably money in making toys. Like <laughs> I <laughs> I met someone this year who's like insanely successful and she designs cat toys. And I was like so impressed. I'm jealous of that. I know. Like to create toys for cats. 
she's killing it. It's like a job. It's like a successful job with benefits. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. It's not about us. It's not about us. <laughs> um, but yeah, dating with intention. That's good. I mean, you have to, all the cliches apply where you really have to have those experiences and fall on your face to know what you actually want out of a relationship. 100. But yeah. And I no longer want Hugh Hefner. So I feel like this is a good start. Yeah. We'll see who's, who's worthy of you. I feel like one of those suburban dads who's going to have to sit down and be like, what are your intentions? You can, you can, you can. <laughs> I, I give will people be. permission. <laughs> I will be. Even if I seem nice inside, I'll be like, the fuck is up? <laughs> 100. I want you to treat the way maybe these women's dads treated Hugh Hefner when meeting him. You know, you've you've got me on your side. Send <laughs> even a slightly scary way. I think it was yesterday where I spent like I spent like 20 minutes trying to find one of your trolls just to like go after him. Well, thank you so much. By the way, your your burn was so good. It fueled my fire. If you, me and the Zemblon talked about it today, we were definitely impressed by your bird. It was a great bird. Well, because I didn't want to be like, fuck you, because I, <laughs> I didn't want it to be disregarded. I wanted to really hit home. No, someone, I'm not even going to repeat what he said, but basically one of the, <laughs> some of the most like vile, mean, horrendous things on a really vulnerable post. And I was like, you are alone and you always will be. And that's really unfortunate like... Go join an incel group and then you won't, for once, you won't be alone in life. That'll be so great. So good luck. Um, but I was, I, it was like, I went, I was so activated. Anyway, I like, um, I love it. Anyway, so in 2024, great things will happen. And if they don't, yes. I will hunt them down. Tea. But, but back to the girls next door. So yes. Holly's saying like, they love to do Christmas in the mansion and go big because Hefner is a kid at heart. And that's really one of the biggest pulls of this show is how whimsical everything is paired with how sinister the underside of it is, but that's never acknowledged. And I've noticed that that's a trend with a lot of shows from this time, like John and K plus eight and this, like oh it's on gosh, the same yeah. level where it's like, dum, 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 dum. But you're like, Oh wait, actual real trauma is happening before our eyes. 100%. It's the no the music. It, it definitely is like the background music. It feels like you're watching a, like a happy-go-lucky sitcom. Yeah, or like it's like Alvin and the Chipmunks or something. It's just very, yeah. very yeah. upbeat. But it I truly feels like, like an adult Disneyland. Yes. Well, I guess that's what they needed to do to offset how it was uh, basically about a bunch of women doing essentially sex work. Because we're older than them than they were, right? Like when they were in the house? Yeah. That's yeah. wild to me to think being in your like early 20s, being in this situation. Like it's obviously fun to live in the mansion and have Christmas and go see the lights. But the darker side of that is not worth it. Well, there's so many dark sides that we've learned about since from the Girls Next Door podcast. And Holly Madison has a great YouTube channel and everything. But even just the fact that they had to be home by 9, 9 p.m. Everyone had to be home by 9 p.m. Um, they were just controlled in every aspect of their lives. And they signed on to it. But at the same time, it's really like a gilded cage. Well, do you know what you're signing up for at that age? You know, that's... like, obviously, that's why they say hindsight's twenty twenty. But, like, you don't know what you're signing up for. I, even at this age, I wouldn't know what I was signing up for. <laughs> No, true. And and even back then, you couldn't really go on social media and f 
find like if you want to find information now you can um but at the time it it was just the playboy name was everything was very glamorous but we've we've learned since i think this is a pretty well-known fact at this point that they they would all have to have sex with hugh hafner like it was what it was twice a week I don't remember the amount of time, but didn't he make them all wear the same, like, pajamas? And, like, it was all very, like, oh. Yes. So they, uh, that's, yeah, that's in my notes. They had to wear the identical flannel pajamas before the bedtime routine. It's the flannel pajamas. Well, my favorite part, did you read Holly's book? I didn't. I should. Is that, like, she said that the way he would, like, lay in the middle or whatever, and all the women would be around him and stuff, and it would be, like, the equivalent of, like, people texting during but like they were like whispering in each other's ears like laughing at him at times because it was like so ridiculous like it was like they, none of them were really enthused during this bedroom activity like it was really pathetic looking back at it well because it was like that. it was scheduled so they had movie nights three times a week and then sex night i think was twice a week and so it's just like okay is it movie night or sex night and if it was movie night she said that he would he would mansplain the plot to her the entire time, and it was no and fun. also, how rude when it's, like, a 1950s-centric film, and it's, like, the plot doesn't need to be explained. It's, like, an old MGM musical, and it's, like, do you really need to explain the plot to meet me in St. Louis? Like, <laughs> That's, I actually hadn't even thought about that. It's not... Well, the, the movies I watched aren't even in color. Like... like... <laughs> It's not like a, it's not like an Oscar winning, like, thriller. It's, yeah. it's, it's true. It's just like, man tries to get woman. <laughs> it works in the end. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I had, okay. I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah. Yeah. They would all, they would all have to have sex with each other. And then she said it, it ended the same way every time he would always jerk off to finish. And it's like, it's just so weirdly mechanical and creepy and i also saw an excerpt where she said it was also there was dog poo like everywhere in the room in that room that room was so gross i was thinking about that when we had to see it in the episode of that room and it was like covered in toys and you're just like oh this is not the, this is not the image of what this room truly is mm-hmm. yeah and my other not so fun fact is they weren't paid for the first 15 episodes i know it blows my mind. Because of Hugh Hefner arguing that they had already been paid through promotion and being in the magazine. Which they weren't even in the magazine until, like, they they literally, he was, he gave every other girlfriend a cover of the magazine and stuff. Like, they really had to, like, work, they had to earn theirs in a weird way. It was very backwards. By the time these three women came into the house, it was so backwards. It was like, they were there, but they had to keep like fighting for their spot. Like it's like big brother or something like yeah. it's weird. Yeah. It actually is weird. Also weird because next week I have a dance moms episode coming out and it's sort of like dance moms where it's like they're on the team, but they might be replaced. Yeah. And it's always yeah, and the pyramid never with... moves. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Maddie's on the top. Yeah. But it, and, <laughs> And it's always held over their heads as this possibility if they don't mm-hmm. behave or whatever. Um, back to the show, they have a gingerbread house that Holly's decorating. And she she had a little Kendra that she wanted to put little soccer balls. And I thought that was cute. That's actually, now that I think about it, I I come in so hot with like, oh, I'm this Grinch for Christmas. But I actually had a tradition every year of making gingerbread houses at my house. Mm-hmm. And no, it 
it was it was actually so cute my dad my dad was like a really radical feminist and like he made sure there was gingerbread men and women and there had to be equal amounts of both and then we had little these are like cookie cutouts and then cookie cutouts of like christmas trees but also like menorahs and he had the crescent star for islam like he was like we need to be an inclusive gingerbread house amazing i love that somehow i don't know yeah (laughs) but that's why you're so amazing oh gosh well hey heck geez um i do yeah and i fucking love gingerbread so maybe but also who do you think stole the soccer balls because she was gonna put these little chocolate soccer balls out and then someone stole the chocolate soccer balls and it's like was it the mansion staff was it one of the other women like i just i I need the mystery of the soccer balls solved (laughs) right she didn't she wasn't able to put the soccer balls out i mean she just put candy i think she just piled it she said at the front of the mansion for easy access for her but then there's how much staff that that works there it's like dozens and so many randoms coming in yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would I would worry if I live there about getting stuff stolen because there's so many people but maybe there's enough security I don't know how that I guess works. the only person who wouldn't have had to truly worry about that would be Holly just because she was in Hep's room right or maybe that would make her more likely to get something stolen because like everyone's going in that room I don't know but I guess the room situation's did... weird because they would rent the rooms he didn't even own the mansion the company owned the mansion and so he had to rent the rooms and like Kendo's room was x amount of money per month and this room was x amount of money per month and all that stuff and so like he owned the obviously he owned it but it was through the company as a write-off and that's why they could throw so, throw so many events there and all of that other stuff but like he had to rent these rooms out no but i didn't realize but, yeah but they yeah were, the girls weren't paying for the rooms he was paying for the rooms. no he was paying for them yeah 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 he had to like pay the company for the because he only got his small salary not small salary but like compared to the he was living the high life but like he only got the salary as like editor-in-chief or whatever right so that could have not paid for that multi-million dollar mansion just being the editor-in-chief because then think about it everyone would have one of those if they were like like the person at us weekly would have one right now <laughs> yeah yeah that's true also something that you only could have gotten away with back then yeah yeah for a nickel um (laughs) freaking (laughs) hugh hefner's generation ruining it for all of us um (laughs) but anyhow so (laughs) kendra kendra's getting really really stressed because she says the worst part about christmas is wrapping gifts she says the worst part is wrapping the damn gifts and then she turns and says we need a change in this country <laughs> i yes yeah kendra for and president. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said it's so, so chaotic she is so chaotic i can't like it's like it's unenjoyable chaos for me it's it's like uh okay i i always wonder about her because Holly spoke has spoken out and Bridget have spoken out about how badly they were treated during their time in the mansion and how bad Hef was as a person. And Kendra has been very opposed to that and has spoken out against them. And so I'm just wondering what goes through her mind. I feel like Holly and Bridget, and I don't know, obviously, because I don't know them, but I feel like they had more of, like, a normal upbringing. I mean, obviously, they probably went through some crazy stuff, but if you remember, like, Kendra's mom, there was so much going on with Kendra's, like, backstory that I think when she got to the mansion, 
she looked at Hugh Hefner as like this like safe grandpa. And so I, but I, and I think he realized that innocence and always kept her as an arm's distance. A, because it can manipulate Kendra and, not Kendra, Bridget and uh, Holly to always feel like they're in competition with her. But also like, I feel like she had a lot of power than we realized because she was the youngest one on the show. The producers liked her a lot. So it was almost like if he showed his creepy side, she probably would have felt comfortable to leave. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting point to bring up. Cause I, I have been like, how is it possible if they were all in the same environment for it to be a certain way? But he- they said that Hef would play favorites and kind of pit the women against each other. And so, you know, tell Holly that she looked like shit wearing red lipstick, but then say, Oh, yeah. Kendra, you look so beautiful with your red mm-hmm. lipstick. Um, and so, okay. So if Kendra was getting treated with kid gloves, but also came from, much worse environment that could seem fine it's like they do have a roof over their heads it's glamorous yeah yeah you have to have some real unresolved trauma to be like well also her mom kept coming up and the grandma kept coming up so it was like weirdly normalized to you know what i mean like i'm sure they had their reservations but it was like so normalized in her life specifically yeah yikes yeah to be finding salvation in this grandpa that you're also sleeping with it's it's there's a lot a lot happening a lot happening not a lot of knowledge about mental health back in 2007 t 100 (laughs) and on that note we have to take a quick break we'll be right back If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Okay, so we're back, and the crescendo of this episode is that they bring Snow to the mansion. They walked so the Kardashians could run. And the, Car- the Kardashians brought in Snow, fake Snow, didn't they? Did they? Am I making this up? I just have a strong memory of Calabasas snow but maybe it's this show am i remembering watching i don't know maybe it was this show i don't know 
They I didn't do it as fun. It looked a lot more fun on Girls Next Door, and that's why we remember it. <laughs> I know. They had enough snow that they had a full-on little ski hill. Uh, it was. Uh, it looks so fun. Like, it looks so fun. To be that rich, to be like, no, the snow's coming to us. I know. Kendra got on her snowboard and got a bit of air on her snowboard. Kendra's such a, that's what I do love about her. She's such a badass. Like, she just was so fearless, so ready to do whatever, you know? And I just, I always loved that about her. Yeah. She really was the, like, cool, fun, sporty gal that I feel like we were marketed in in every 2000s rom-com where there was this girl who's like, looks like a Playboy bunny, but she's with the guys and playing sports. And it's like, that woman doesn't exist, but it did in Kendra, in a way. It did. It did. Yeah. Then they're also, but before they get into playing on their snow mountain, they do good. They talk about how important it is to help and do charitable things. But the funny thing is that they said that, okay, so they said that they found a family through a church. Um, It was a single mom who lost everything in a fire. So they're getting them gifts. It looks like hundreds of gifts. They need a whole Mm -hmm. van for them. I guess it's good to do good, but I was like, I was like one family. (laughs) Really? Like, yeah, but I feel like this was the early days of reality TV when no one was even doing this charity stuff. Like, like think about it now, like Kim Kardashian now does whole episodes where she'll go out and like do her like stuff at the white house or whatever. Right. So I feel like they probably did way more, but it was just the, it was the like the early, they had no budget for the show either. You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. Like there were so many weird things happening with the show. No, you're right. I mean, they could be giving gifts to no families, but they gave it to one family and they all looked, it was very cute. Um, and he made, they made Hugh Hefner hot chocolate, like, cause he just looked like this sweet old grandpa. Oh my God. Well that, so that's when they, they come back from giving gifts and then they say that they're doing a gift exchange with the girls across the street. And that's when I realized that there's like a whole satellite house of other girlfriends question mark the bunny house so it's the house across the street from the playboy mansion and that's where they would put the other playmates coming in if you're doing a test shoot if you were like trying to make a move to la that'd be like your temporary housing um and so like a lot of women were able to just come in and out whenever they pleased to to that place okay that would have been that would have been such a good show of even just like a big brother style like cameras everywhere in the bunny house 100%. Why didn't we live in the bunny house? I don't know. Well, that, it actually scares, it scares me because I think because I would just be comparing myself to these women who are like, yeah. And at the time they were like the pinnacle of 2007 beauty of that, like Pamela Anderson kind of look, which is, it's, I, I, it, it would have messed me up. And I'm just, I'm wondering how much like was the house relatively peaceful like was there other stuff going on there had to well, be also it was like so outdated oh i can tell you something i don't want to be this person but i will tell you off off tell me, off, tell me. off the pod okay will you you cut it okay i'm i'm okay go go ahead john okay i've lived in la for a while and my friend who i was friends with in high school was significantly older than me ended up like being involved in the playboy world and she was involved around the time that like crystal and the twins were on the show and allegedly and i do not know this is true but the twins were running like some sort of escorting 
thing out of the bunny ranch, allegedly. This is allegedly, we're saying this in jest, just it's satire and humor yeah. and, um, and everything. Yeah. Non-confirmed. But if it was confirmed, that would be really crazy and very believable that there was a secret escorting ring being run out of the bunny house. And allegedly Playboy had no idea. Well, see, and that would make sense. I didn't, I looked at it as like a fun sorority, but I'm not looking at it from this perspective of like dark stuff happening over there, you know? When I rewatched it now, no, back then, no, no, no. I I had no, I didn't even realize that they were all having sex with him. I, I don't know if a lot of us did because- it was so like, yeah. you know, leave it to Beaver. But the house is very like 1950s su- suburbia. But then the the energy in the house when I watched it this time was like it was dark. And so, so this escorting ring, you said there were some allegedly maybe high profile clients. Yeah, it was it was opened up to allegedly like NBA players, NFL players, and rappers exclusively. And so these women were like, you know, they were like the the, high, the bunny oh, house end. was supposed to be for women coming in to do their test shoots and all that stuff, right? So it was always a revolving door. And I guess like the rumor was that like women were being taken advantage of even over there. And this could be out. I don't know if this is out or not. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's it, it's very it's very believable because. <laughs> In a way, I mean, the reason why I said they were doing sex work earlier is because I, I guess that's a blanket term for what I would describe they're doing, which is being this guy's girlfriend, but for pay. And, and there's, it's like, a, it, it is a job. When you have to show yeah. up for sex time at 7 p.m. twice a week or whatever, that's- In a uniform, that's a job. Oh my, that, that- the flannel pajamas are so much more sinister than if it was like a maid uniform or whatever, you know, no, that would because be. It's, it's, it's a sign of innocence. It's a sign of like, like almost like a Christmas morning situation where you're all in your flannel. Like, ew, it's gross. Like it's so predatory and vile. I like, I hate this man so much. I know. Oh my God. Someone was just talking to me today about how they were like, it's so great. Like now that we're in our thirties, she's like, I don't really get like noticed as much and don't get that like gross attention from men. It's so nice. And I was like, that is nice. But also weird that now that we don't look like babies anymore, we're not being eyed up. Oh, like, oh, that's oh weird. God. That is so interesting. And not actually that comforting and kind of creepy. That's actually funny you say that because I'm on like a few dating apps and I, for a while, was going after older men because I wanted to live in my Anna Nicole Girls Next Door era. Mm-hmm. And not that they were significant, like they weren't significantly older like Hugh Hefner, but they were like maybe like in their 40s and you know, whatever. And I, some of them have let me know via their dating profiles that I'm out of the age bracket. And then I'm sitting here going, ew, the fact that I'm 29 years old and too old for you and you're like significantly older, you're creepy. Like that's creepy. Oh, Oh my god! I've ch- that's like a that's like let's raid their computer server and one hundred percent ASAP. Oh. Ooh, um, what a world! <laughs> but then, like the whole episode, the entire time, it's like ding 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 ding. Always, <laughs> and he's saying creepy crap on camera the whole time. Yeah. I know. And even, yeah, for, and then, but then it's like so wholesome what they're doing. So they're at the bunny house. They're doing this gift exchange. They're, they're all sipping hot chocolate. Hugh is getting candy and he's just shifting back and forth and jumping up and down waiting for his candy. And Holly says he's a candy freak. And Kendra says he's like the real life Willy Wonka. 
And I was like, Kendra, I don't think she realized the layers to that, but that is true. Because in Willy Wonka, like, all the kids get, like, die and get fucked over. Uh-huh. And, like... and so does your inner child when you go to the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but then they get to their snow mountain. They sled. Kendra snowboards. Um, Holly... Holly slid. She said she slid down, even though she was wearing a little dress and no underwear. Uh, and at the bottom is a bunch of old liver spotted men clapping. Oh, oh! Did the, did we get to the part where Hugh Hefner said, "Good girls will be rewarded, but bad girls will be rewarded even more"? And then, like, oh. you literally just see like Bridget I'm bad, but she's like <laughs> not taking it serious. She was always just trying. She just wanted to spread in the magazine. She just wanted. And you know what? She played the long game and she got it. Multiple times. And we love a hardworking woman. That's true. She stayed consistent, stayed with her (laughs) eyes on the prize. Um, 100. So it's the Christmas Eve, and um, they flashed to one of the play playmates is holding a baby and that was a bit of a jump scare for me i know that there were hugh hefner's kids lived at the mansion but it's just it's not a place for the children no no i no after seeing secrets of playboy and knowing what was truly going on there that little girl that had to go there from time to time i'm like this like this there should have been like an id a bouncer at the door being like where's your id if you're not 21 you can't come inside where's your your what's the old people card Oh, senior citizens, like, or, like, I think. Yeah, we need, like, that. Like, that should have been a check. Yeah. <laughs> AARP. Yeah, it's a, it's an American, I only know that from the movies, it's an American thing. Um, I was like, is that a gun thing or a like, senior citizen thing? <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't remember. But, yeah, I, I know, I, I guess I, I haven't read Holly's book, but I've seen a lot of clips from it, and she mentioned that at one point she was in this room where it was it it was sort of a shared room with one of her Hugh's sons who was like nine at the time or or even younger I think, and so it was like there was a shared common area that they had to both go into, but it would just be like toys everywhere. And she said it was just a, the creepiest juxtaposition to have because he was only renting those rooms so like he wouldn't just go and like in the rooms were like twenty thousand dollars thirty thousand like they had like crazy price every month i think his was like 30 grand a month i don't know the exact prices so that's why he would make them share rooms because he was so cheap he wouldn't just like buy an extra room oh yeah making one of his girlfriends share the room with that's a vile it's that's traumatizing for the son too i know i know and the only little bit that they acknowledge in this episode of any sort of strife is Kendra saying that it's nights, magical nights like this that make the stress of the mansion all worth it. She's like, or do, does it? I was like, can you elaborate please? Well, because she was the one that was sneaking out the most. Right. Yeah. She was the one, because think about it this way. When they, when, when she started dating Hank and like left the show, like when they like leave the show eventually, you it's, you're, it's very obvious that she had been leaving the mansion to even meet him to, for, in the first place. Yeah, well, that was the whole thing, is that they would go to these party nights. I think it was once a week, I believe, these parties. And they it was a very set schedule. Everything was, like, 
old man. Like they would all have to take photos before the party. Then they would go on a bus. Then they would have to all sit at Hugh Hefner's table the whole time. And if they danced, it had to be in front of his table. And if they had parties at the mansion, he would go to bed and they would all have to go with him. And they couldn't, couldn't go back downstairs if even if there were still celebrities and whoever hanging out there but if they wanted to they'd have to sneak down even though it was their own house oh i i can't so well originally um the show was actually supposed to be about the staff of the the playboy mansion which that would have been such an interesting show and it was about i feel like we were robbed because i loved the moments with the staff with the girls like i thought that was like such a fun time like seeing how much they like for like being mischievous behind the scenes like i thought it was entertaining and like i want a whole show on just the zookeepers yes <laughs> yes i know there's it's like a certain type of rich person that has a zoo, an entire like, zoo well i'm thinking basically i'm just thinking of queen of versailles but <laughs> oh my gosh yes queen of versailles the queen <laughs> the, yeah my the queen blueprint. um <laughs> Did you watch? Did you watch her the new show, the continued? Uh, when she's looking for the toucans, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. everything. <laughs> and she wanted everything. the menagerie in the morning kitchen. Um, I, oh. I just think about that all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I guess there's others out there, but it's it's a weird. It's it's a weird. Um, the whole thing is really weird, but. Holly said that it's the best Christmas that they've ever had. Um, so that's that's beautiful. I um, I hope that was true. I kind of hoped it wasn't, to be honest, because I was like, if everything that you're saying is true about how dark this is, I hope this isn't your happiest Christmas that you've ever yeah, had. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but you're so right. Even the creepiness of them going down this, like in the sleds and the like, men are at the bottom with their like liver spots just like you know breaking bones as they clap yeah because like you can hear their viagra rattling in their pocket yeah like we we i mean a bit older is fine but they're like 80s with these women that are in their early 20s when science makes your penis no longer work and you decide that you're going to be an asshole to all women and be like, no, nah, huh? Jokes on you. I'm going to keep this thing going. Like F you women don't have that luxury asshole. Like, are you serious? I know you can really, Sorry, I get you, so angry. Uh, <laughs> this, that's what this whole show is all about. It's oh. all a, a showcase for my misandry. No, but it's, it, it really shows you where, science has put their focus that there's so much research and funding into like viagra and like they're like women just you guys will figure it out they're like, like yo don't worry if your vagina walls rip you don't need them they're like yeah. it's like but you know what here's 85 pills to keep your boner going when no literally not one person asked for it <laughs> the old not man one, asked for it not one person was like baby like like Oh my god, you know what? We've been together for 50 years. I need you to take Viagra right now. She's like, thank God that thing no longer works. I need to, yeah, I need to see my 81-year-old uh, media mogul jerking off uh, successfully twice a week. <laughs> when she's, <laughs> like, Holly said that she just, they were just waiting for it to get it over with so they'd do what they had to do to try to speed it up and... 
I feel like that sometimes too. Like, I feel like I've been with men and I'm just like, literally like I disassociate and I'm like, are you done yet? Like, because we've all been there when the guy's like, let me do it myself. And you're like, please do. That's so real. Also. (laughs) I'll be like getting dressed being like, "Mm." like when can I check my my phone? (laughs) (laughs) I do. I'll text my friends during. That's so real. Okay, so you're right. No, it it doesn't. You don't need to be dating an 81 year old. No. That that is true. <laughs> but the moral is no. I don't. I don't think there's any moral to this. I'm just. I'm just glad that we're in an era where these people all have podcasts and platforms and are airing out every little detail from. I will this. say, I was as much as I love my Holly and Bridget. Like I, this is no hate to them. I was slightly disappointed by their choice to bring on Hugh Hefner's son to the podcast. Um, it didn't sit right with me. Um, yeah. Because I kind of felt like it was one of those moments where it was like, my closure matters more than maybe like other people's closure because like his son has like alleged like SA against oh, yeah. one of his like former girlfriends, right? Wasn't it like that one playmate that like had the short hair? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they had her on, I was like, oh, like it's just a bummer that like I, you guys were doing so good with your podcast, like you know, know doing and I get I get why they did it like I can see both sides but I just would have preferred they like didn't I know I I feel the same way and, and I love them but they also are not the arbiters of morality like they're not known yeah for, you know being <laughs> activists in the world and they're kind of just on their own journey and like unpacking it but yeah that was disappointing but I also I'm, just wanted to point out that I love that he that uh, Kendra gave Hugh Hefner the toilet paper wiper guy um, oh, because yeah. she was like he's old he's gonna need his nurse to wipe his butt soon so uh, this is a perfect <laughs> gift. She she really was like one of the guys like she could you know j- jostle around and make those kind of controversial jokes or like sing that remember that one episode where she sang that rap song to him and she was like slop on my knob like into sing all these crazy things and Hugh Hefner's like it's like the morning and june songs like <laughs> she's just like saying the most outlandish things and, and Kendra's like not Kendra Holly's like I would have been like sent to my room had I done that but but yeah Kendra and and maybe that's why I was drawn to her is as a different type of chaotic queen myself I'm like I I love the, the the mess just roll like steam rolling through. Yeah, she could get she had the charm to get away with it. So, yep, she, I agree. Good for her, um, John. This has been a blast and a jo- joy and a delight. Um, for anyone who is not already following your content, tell everyone where they can find you, and everything will be linked below in the show notes. You can find me on TikTok at It's John Joseph or anywhere else at It's John Joseph underscore. Okay. And just, just follow him. He'll, if you're not already, he'll be your new favorite comfort creator because he is for me. Well, thank you, queen. I love you. I just am obsessed with you. Thanks for having me. Uh, same. This is lovely. Hello, <laughs> Bobby's animal. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.